Four high assholes in a basement. Four high assholes in a basement. Four high assholes in a basement. Brought to you by Cannabis. We kind of had to start over because we had a technical issue. Right. Four yeah. high assholes in a basement. Yeah. It's so problems high, with an old computer. Caused uh, kind of a glitch right. there. And <coughs> it froze and we lost what we recorded. Or we might not right. have, actually, if yeah. I... If I dig through the memory, so it's, I think it's I might officially, find it. It's officially appropriate to say that we're back. Because we actually lost ourselves. Yeah, kind second. of. I guess you guys will never know what we were talking about. Oh, they will. We'll we'll, re, we'll reiterate some of the bullshit we were we were talking when we were dead astronauts in space and shit. Right, right now we have a Schrodinger's cat kind of situation where yeah we don't dead know alive. if it's lost or if it's not lost. Right. So currently it's actually both at the same time. True. This is very. I, w- I would true. like to say that dead astronaut in space. That's a terrifying way to die. That's that would be horrifying. horrifying. Yeah. Absolutely horrifying. To just die with your own fucking thoughts and. Like everything you've ever achieved, and to know that like death is going to be slow and suffocating, and you're gonna get to think about everything you did and everything and you didn't fucking yeah, do. Especially like the view too. I think right. is especially. I think that movie Europa Report had a good scene where the spaceship just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that would be like the worst part. Like, desolation, but like hyper desolation. Like there is so fucking um, there's. So a high amount of nothing around you. That high you just, amount of nothing. Yeah, exactly. And nothing to come for you. Like yeah. you're just done. Yeah. There's there's no communication. There's no. Um, yeah. There's there's no fucking hope. You're just gonna die with your thoughts. Yeah. That's fucked up because the topic was supposed to be, um, the the opening topic was supposed to be cards in the deck of the the spiritual and emotional gambler and how we we communicate with other people. And well, actually, no, no, not the opening topic because opening oh, topic can be anything. Last week it was something totally off the cuff. Oh, oh, oh so we've got, we're kind of changing the format. The, a little. the theme oh, was the theme cards in the deck of the emotional gambler and i gotta say that if you're a dead astronaut in space you probably made an emotional gamble that, to get there that yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's probably right, yeah. that's the definition of when you play the cards you're dealt you played one hell of a card you played that card and you know what sometimes you come up short but geez what a way to go Butt cheese. Butt, Butt cheese. cheese. It's going to be Butt fucking 2,000 degrees Shut in the up. sun and then fucking <laughs> negative 1,000 in the shade. Hopefully you just run out of air quickly. Yeah, yeah. Dead astronaut in space. Not the fucking way to die. There's a not type the of hash that's made with a camel's butt. 
With what? a what's butt? A camel's butt. A camel's like an butt? actual animal. I don't want that. They, they of, feed. None the, of my food needs to go through a butt. Well, the camels, they're, uh, these specific camels, their lives are dedicated to only making hash. So that all they eat is what they ingest to then process the hash, and they basically just poop it out. What? I'd rather. I'd, I think hash is good enough without camel butts, though. That's another one of those things that I can't verify. That was just <laughs> told like, to me by a really stone person, <laughs> like, fucking 15 years ago. And I'm but, probably just repeating bullshit information. Bullshit. Uh, uh, it's very you know, unique. But... I mean, it's, you can't prove a... that it's never been done. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Can we make a... Uh, uh, so you're basically using the camel as like the processing center for your fucking hash or whatever? Yeah, you just like you feed and all it's your it's not a trimmings. smokable hash for those who are listening. It's like a breakfast fucking hash, right? No, no, it's a smokable hash. So, it's like they so you're not talking like a breakfast hash that you would eat at No, breakfast. I'm talking about like hash. Like, like hash you are hash. talking like Why a fucking you, smokable I'm hash. Hashish, yeah. Breakfast. Hashish. breakfast. Is that where uh, camel cigarettes come from? And, and is that why they're named camel <laughs> they're cigarettes? In a camel butt. Um, because the tobacco can... is actually expunged from a cannibal's, uh, cannibal, a camel's fanny. We are starting the official rumor, and you heard it here first. Yeah. What if we just camel start a cigarette? Let's start a cigarette brand called Cannibal Cigarettes. Cannibal Cigarettes. Eating you from the inside out. Yes. Cannibal Cigarettes. Perfect. That's right. Give them to your baby. Yeah, and just have Vince Locke do all the fucking artwork on the outside. We just want to say, fuck you to cancer. Vince Locke can do all the Surgeon General warning artwork, you know, like lungs exposed with cancerous things. You make the heart attack grill, but for smokers, you're like, come here, and we encourage you to blow cigarette smoke into each other's faces. The heart attack grill is a fucking topic on its own. No ventilation. No ventilation. It's like... You can also like charter planes from like the seventies where you can smoke in the cabin. It's like for people that just Ooh. really don't give a shit about smoking on a plane. <laughs> you on the that real seems imagine, so, imagine like smoking a joint on a plane in the bathroom and like everybody it's obvious you're fucking in there smoking and you don't give a fuck because you had a couple of drinks and you're like fuck everybody and what would be the punishment? I mean, Dude, I don't know. I've I was a pretty heavy smoker for a while. And down south, you can smoke in the bars. Oh, my. And yeah, even yeah. when I would smoke a lot of cigarettes, man, yes. when a room gets filled with cigarette smoke, it's fucking Dude, it's and, brutal on know, everything. Your eyes, your nose. When I was young and I was a drinker, you could smoke in bars up oh, here. Yeah. And on a Saturday night with 50 people smoking and drinking, I was able to sit right at a table one night and fucking smoke from a bowl. Because people, it was so jam-packed with fucking oh, yeah. cigarette smoke. And there was no way, nobody was smelling no pot. And what you know what's fucked up? There was one motherfucker who was absolutely annihilated that people had to prop up in the fucking corner. And he was the only one that smelled the fucking pot. <laughs> and he was over there, like, in the corner, like, uh, fucking smell this pot. So many fucking smoking pot. And everybody's looking at him like, ah, shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're saying, you fucking rum dum. No, I was, yeah, I was actually at the table smoking pot, so. Wow. It was, the bar room was so fucking smoky, no one except for rum dum Willie knew, you know, that rum what was going on. Dude, cards in the deck of the emotional and spiritual gambler. Now, if you're in a bar, what is your intention? Seriously, honestly, it's one of three things. 
Because drunk is like, you're probably fucking drunk before you even get there. If you're fucking doing it right, you fucking have it before you even get there. Pre-gaming is a hilarious concept. People drink before they get drunk. It's like, oh yeah. Well, no, no, no. Because you don't go to the bar necessarily to get drunk. You know that's gonna fucking happen. You go to a bar for one of three things: fight, number one; pussy and or dick, number two; and if you can't get a fight or you can't get a lady and or man. You are going to take the third fucking booby prize, which is hard drugs. You're going to probably get some cocaine and leave. Now, if you spiritually gamble and put all of your chips on cocaine, because you know you're a shitty fighter, you're going to get your ass kicked, and you're kind of fucking dumpy and ugly, and you're not going to, you're not a ladies' man. So, what I would suggest to you, and it, it, look, this is just if you're, if you're young and you want to do this. This is for an oats-sowing wild guy. This isn't for a fucking 40-year-old man who's fucking settled down and knows his shit, like me. This is for an oats-sower. Like a youngster, a rabble rouser, he can get, oh, he can get crazy, boy. It's, you know, so. yeah, I know it's so. This is for a youngster to do. So you're a dumpy youngster. You're not good at fighting. The ladies are kind of eh. Cocaine is what you put all of your cards into now. So now you've got a big ball of booger sugar and you're ready to roll. And now what has happened? The ladies who cannot afford booger sugar are now like, oh, he's not as dumpy. See? See what you've done? You've attracted the wounded of the herd. Yeah, see? You're thinking like a sexual hyena here at this point in time. You're picking out, like, the injured, the, the you know, you're like, oh, this gazelle's got an injured leg. I'm gonna fucking just, done. And that's what you would go for if you were the youngster with a dumpy body who did not have a personality. You were a shitty fighter, and you would dump all of your spiritual cards into into cocaine you would see you would knock off the hyena herd type of concept <laughs> can we name this character that you've just created because yeah, i feel, I feel like, the like this asshole. is like one person that's like no man i only go to the bar for three things fighting pussy or cocaine dude it's like and how, dude, it's how much like fucking Jim people do this no, it reminds like me of Croce that wheeler character. walker jr song fucking fighting farting like that's yeah. and dude i'm just going with reality here I mean, I'm, I'm going I used to with go what to bars. people really fucking do. And, and I did enjoy, like, karaoke, I think, is hilarious. That can be a great time. With oh, the, with God, the, karaoke with is perfect. perfect. I think people watching is a, a great pastime. People watching bars. is cool. But I also used to get pretty hammered drunk, too. Now, but, man, with people watching, we're going to clear this that's right up. You choose your cards. You're going to want to do that in a bar where there are people. You're not going to want to stand on somebody's lawn at two in the morning. And <laughs> out the oh, and just people watching. Don't mind me. <laughs> it's not peeping. It's people watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a I'm, a, I'm a fucking professional, so I can people watch, you know? Yeah, this is what I do for a living. But karaoke is brilliant. For a, you do it for a living. <laughs> Who's paying you to do I that? I work for the NSA. Right? Just I'm, stand on their lodging. Yeah, yeah. You At know, just, midnight. Yeah. <laughs> until the morning when they get yeah. up and leave. What, what is it? It's called anthropology, right, Nathan? That's what the study of, of <laughs> living. Yeah. yeah. Anthropology. That's what you would be doing. You would be doing your own anthropology. I mean, don't mind me. I'm an anthropologist. I'm but, doing a report. You know, back to what Bill said with the karaoke. 
that changes the cards now because that's a different that's a whole game. different deck right yeah because you can get a fight on quicker because of karaoke you can get your fuck on quicker because of karaoke and chances are if you're doing karaoke you're already blasted on some fucking drug anyway so are you saying karaoke will get you laid it will get you laid never. it'll get you into a fight never it'll dude it's dude there are messes out there like i said you're picking off the wounded of the herd because you're dumpy all right, so just a random stupid theoretical question. If you were if you were uh if you were put in the scenario where you have to do a karaoke song that you can do well enough to get you laid, what song do you pick? Well enough to get you laid. That's a well enough to get you late because it's gonna have to be a Schwartzy Wurzel. Is it? Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It depends. What's your audience? <laughs> Drunk people. So. So now, are we basing this on like just a song that you can you think you'd perform well enough? Because that doesn't mean that that's the song that's gonna get you laid. Because I mean. 99.9% of people's favorite song is not going to be the song that gets you I mean, you I'm, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. like, if I mean, right now you had to perform a song well enough to get you laid, come out song would you like, do? You know, you lost that love and feeling. That's not going to work anymore. It's just not that generation. Maybe it could um, if it was the right person, but it might not be. Dude, if it was like, song? dude, if it was Saggy Gin Sugar Milfy Night. You could come out with fucking, you lost that love and feel it. And people would be like, ah. Yeah, older generation would like that. The younger generation either is like, everything has got to sound like that. Or for some reason, they're into like um, really wimpy white people whisper singing now. So then. I think is weird. So still then. What would you choose? I mean, it would be uh, the- like something whisper singing, something that I could be like, say something, I'm giving up on you. Something pussy like that, you know? Perfect thing. So, there's no so Lenny doesn't more actually know I could do for you. Lenny would go to and Perry Underwood. you into next week's intro song. <laughs> no, you're not going to do that. That's Len- fucking terrible. Lenny would go to karaoke oh, and just make up a song, one that he's never heard, just be like, no. Play, so, play oh. something whisper singing. Oh, and yeah, I'll do yeah, that because yeah. I'm going to get laid. Oh, baby, I really love you. Whoa. See, and ha, ha, ha. that's the type of shit that's going to attract attention when you're when you're yokeying, man. Yeah, yoking. Yeah, when yoking. you're getting your when you're getting your yoke on, that's what you want to do. <laughs> Smooth. Now, if you were going for a, a, like a fight, say you want to pick a fight. Oh, you're going to do a karaoke song because you're going to fight someone? Yeah, say somebody, That's a you great know? way to yeah. fucking start a bar yeah, fight. Do some five-finger death punch, dude, and get in a oh, bar yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe if you're that let's asshole. Check our, let's check our waveform. Are they stuck? No, I think it's still going. It's still going. Yeah, it's still going. I it can see the It just doesn't traverse. It's just not okay. following. Oh, because oh, I got scared for a second. Because you see the waveforms, yeah. and they need to be right. Because if they're not right, it sounds like shit. We're all traumatized now that we're gonna fucking. Yeah, yeah, we're afraid it. we're losing everything. Now I adjusted everything. I don't think anything's clipping. Okay, we're good. Oh, there you go. And you know, we're doing good with the spiritual and emotional gambler. Let's let's we're gonna uh, let's hop to another hold topic. Hold on, hold on. Okay. There was one that I wrote down that <laughs> you mentioned the other day. Okay. When I was here. Really. Yes, and you wanted to bring this up. John Ritter kicking ass. <gasps> oh my. 
fucking God to even crack the fucking cookie on how amazing fucking John Ritter was and how inspiring he was to so many fucking actors. The bottom line is, is if you don't like John Ritter, fuck you. And I guess that's that's the, the fucking line. word on that. Well, that's just the bottom line. Well, <laughs> let's get to like the, line, let's get to like the one, two, and three so. line. Um, he was flexible. He was fast. Um, he was one of the actors at this time, and I know this is going to sound weird, but you could hit him in the face with a glass of water like a hundred fucking times, and he wouldn't even care. You know, it's like if you had to do the glass of water take over and over. Dude, come on, man. Suzanne Summers was like, you hit me with the fucking water once, motherfucker. She weren't putting up with that. No, Susie weren't going to be the 20 glasses. She weren't going to be the 20 takes of water glass face girl. She was very fucking stuck up. So, that's why they got rid of her. So, but, you know, with John Ritter, uh, he could kick your ass. Just based on his flexibility, um, he probably has a dynamite jab. Navy boy, so boom, 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 he's gonna fucking stick that jab in your face. Um, who could John, who could John Ritter really fucking whoop? Pretty much anyone. Yeah. Oh, dude. You see, you're thinking, oh, because because Johnny's a funny man. Oh, he couldn't possibly (laughs) fucking tie up Hoist Gracie. Let me tell you one thing, dude. Prime, prime, (laughs) dude. Fuck you. Prime John Ritter would give him a run for his money. He's just that flexible. You get him flexible, you get him sweaty, you get him rolling around. He's going to go toe to toe every step of the way with, with somebody that great and honorable. Can I ask you a very important John Ritter-related question? Sure. Is he a famous hockey? Absolutely. I would put him probably in the top three. He is such a... Dude, he is such a fantastic hockey that... Who is better than him? Who? Don Knotts? Maybe by one. Don Knotts is a fantastic hockey. Don Don Knotts is a fantastic... Probably. um, Yeah. Fantastic hockey's achievements by uh, fantastic, very plain uh, white people. Jimmy Carter. Oh, oh Jimmy Carter <laughs> might be the king He's, of famous no, hockey. Nah, the uh, you know, Dude, he was the a king of farmer. He would be the president, the president of famous of the United hockeys. States that still like builds houses for the homeless at fucking wow. 175 years old. He's just a simple peanut farmer. Dude, on that note, he has to be, like, top 30 in the famous honky category. He's, like, one of the top famous honkies ever. Um, He was the president of the United States. Dude. He's probably, like, not Chuck Norris. Jimmy Carter was not Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is a more... Probably guy with most jokes made after. Chuck Norris is probably one of the most efficient honkies. I will Uh, say, when I was was in Iraq, the most common jokes I heard were Chuck Norris jokes. That makes makes sense. Get off that. Get off that. I have a clear memory of Chuck Norris can divide by zero being written over a toilet that I had a lot of (laughs) pleasure for. That was a great that was a great spot for that joke. Chuck Norris jokes. Epic Chuck Norris jokes. He doesn't have a fucking chin under his beard. It's just another fist. Comes out and is like, whapaf! <laughs> fucking Chuck Norris jokes that aren't original. That, that no, you've heard somewhere. Original. 
You want to know what else isn't original, but I'm going to bring it up anyway because I'm equally as annoyed by these people as this individual was. Um, but George Carlin once had a list of people I can do without. And on, on this list was old men with too many little pins on their fucking hat. I was like, what is with that? Get a fucking vest to put them on. Get a vest. Get a vest. Seriously, get a fucking vest. There's no room on your hat. You're going to hurt your head eventually. Ridiculous. I'm I'm equally annoyed by those people. And a little pin on hat guys there always seem to be like too many flags they got jaded opinions they're a little racist and it's like nothing about the nothing about this spiritual and emotional gambler is gonna be enticing to me i'm not even gonna step up to that table and fucking start putting cards down because i know it's gonna be a simple spiritual win and that's what you want to strive for in your life as a human spiritual wins set yourself up be fucking happy. Put your pins on a goddamn vest. Put your pins on a fucking vest. For Christ's sakes, it's more roomy. <laughs> no, seriously, it is. Just based on you're going to have more fucking room to put pins. Yeah, It's obvious you like little pins. What if your vest is full of pins? And, and you're just fucking pin guy. What if everywhere you go, you Do need you to get a little pin? Would you endorse a pin sash? Ugh. A pin sash. You collected banned pins on your uh, sash. What, like a brownie? Like a brownie sash. Yeah. Like a Boy Scout okay. sash thing. Yeah, like what if bikers, I was never what a Boy if bikers Scout. endorsed I never, the sash? They had a I sash was in with... Boy Scouts for like a, maybe a fucking year, and then like kind of got into more into weed and metal and didn't really give a fuck about Boy uh. Scouts. and yeah? Serious question. Uh, was it any type of phalangerization or molestation that led you to the weed and metal? No. Um, based on uh, your experience with the Boy Scouts. Did you have uh, an inappropriate touch session that was like jaded? No, your... nothing like that. Although, nothing. here's a really fun fact. Uh, One of the kids that was in my Boy Scout troop, Chris Shumway, is a murderer. Oh my! He is in jail because he uh, he beat the manager of the McDonald's he worked at to death. Um, <gasps> Holy shit! Like in the in the bathroom of the fucking McDonald's, and then like uh, put her in the fucking trunk and drove, oh my. drove the car uh, somewhere, and then like left it on the highway, and then. This is awful. <laughs> That's not a very fun fact. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is <laughs> a fucking grim. Dude, hey, fun yeah, fact. Look, look, fuck you. This is life. Life has, is filled with grim facts. You can't fucking handle it. Too Murders fucking bad. We've met. They, they I met Chris Benoit when he was a champion at wrestling. You know, right they found before him he killed his as he was hanging himself oh, with golly. a uh, some kind of like extension cord or something in, in a hotel, and they stopped it and they got him and he's in jail. And you know what's fucked up? They're going to have to replace that extension cord. Who's paying for that? Which leads to our fucked next up. topic. Extension, extension cords. cords. Extension cords. suicide. What's the, what's the uh, best brand? We seem to have a cannibal corpse on both of these episodes so far. <laughs> that wasn't a very extension fun Extension cord strangulation. <laughs> I don't know why I called it one. but Yeah, look, dude, um, they're not all going to be fun. It's fucking life, dude. 
That's what life is, dude. That's it's just it, another card in the spiritual deck. <laughs> exactly. That's that's your deck, baby. Your deck. And that's what your deck is designed to do. The, the board of fucking spiritual gambling is going to balance you. It's going to balance every joy with the grief. Every single fucking time. That's the beauty of life. You're not going to get strong having everything handed to you. You're going to get soft. You're going to get weak. Look at my stomach. I ate too much shitty foods. Too much shitty foods. Here's the question. I eat fast. I Here's eat cheap. Question. That's why I got this physique. Booyah. Do you think, this is this could get deep here, that all people have the same amount of cards in their spiritual deck, they just don't know how to play them? Or certain other people endowed with other cards due to circumstance? I think I think both are correct. I think where you came from uh, definitely correlates strongly with the cards you have in your deck. I think who you are, what you fill your head and heart with, um, affects how you emotionally and spiritually gamble. And also goals, hopes, dreams. What, what do you want to do? What kind of gambler do you want to be? I mean, look, man, do you want a sleeping bag and a motorcycle and a couple of fucking chicks and that's your fucking life and you do that from state to state and that's how you want to play it and roll with it? Baby, then you do that and you be the fucking happiest you you can be. Um, I wouldn't recommend... One of the most terrible fucking things people do, and I know it's so hard to not let this fucking happen... But we are naturally self-destructive and we allow our pain that we feel in our life, we allow that pain to cause others pain. And we need to fucking stop that shit. We need to learn how to take our pain without it hurting other people. Because that is in part, you know, it's, and there's a lot of other fucking things destroying the world. But that's a part of it. And when we allow our pain to hurt others, we don't fucking make any progress. And spiritual gambling, forget it. You're losing. You're spiritually losing. When your pain is hurting other people, you are at a loss. You are fucking losing. You are losing your own spirituality. You are losing friends. You are losing the ability to connect and branch with fucking people. And look, man, I ain't the most social human being, man. I am not. But I have to have... The certain people that I have in my life, I need them there. Because number one, humans are a pack animal. Don't care if you want to fucking acknowledge that or not. We are. That's how we roll. That's why you're listening to this shit right now. That's why you're hearing a fucking voice. That's why I'm sitting here with three other assholes high in my basement. Because we are fucking pack animals. We want to pack together. We urge to pack together. We urge to be with people that we connect with spiritually, emotionally. And the urge isn't fucking gone. It's not. We just can't allow our pain to further fucking ruin it. Well, you have to be able to be aware of the pack that's around you and whether or not the pack that surrounds you is the pack that you should be in. Oh, this is because, a huge Because just thing. because, you know, if you're in a spot doesn't mean that that's the spot. Like, you should be always act because everybody changes everything changes so it's a growing process with everything like 
you know, we've been coming to the same spot and doing stuff for 10 years, but we've all grown together oh, as yeah. different people yeah. in a lot of different ways through a lot of different stuff. It's the same, but different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, you know, it, people got to realize life is procedurally generated. It really fucking is, man. It generates as it goes. It creates as it goes, man. You never wash in the same stream twice. Like water's always flowing. So as many times as you go back, it's never going to be the same as you were the last time. So it's all about the the changing process oh, with yeah. everything. Yeah. I think when I was a teenager, um, change was just like something that was like, I want to fucking kill myself. I can't fucking deal with this shit at all. I don't know what to fucking be. I don't know who I am. I fucking definitely want to just die. I don't, I had no clue. I had no direction. Um, I didn't know what I wanted and I didn't, I, I didn't fucking take that well. Like other kids took it, you know, other kids were like, you know, I'll figure it out along the way. I was like, I was serious. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I realized that the self-termination part was just energy put in a wrong area. It, it was like energy that I needed to put into creating. And, and I needed to be a creator to sustain my own existence. And I think if people created more and they allowed themselves to create more, they would better communicate with the people that they love, the people they have... Um, problems with the people they have issues with um i think it would help in communication because that's what art is in the end art is a way to communicate with people when words and and actions might just be failing so i think being an artist um and a creator uh, it aided me greatly in the world of the spiritual and emotional gambler it really did it helped me in a lot of ways. I mean, it saved my very life. Um, and I found with the, with the putting all the energy that I had into self-termination, I just found out that, dude, I'm a serious motherfucker. When I do something, I want to really fucking do the shit out of it. You know, I don't, I don't want to go half-ass. I don't want to, you know. Um, and, and it's like, look, I'm mostly a fucking couch-dwelling sloth. I really fucking am. But look, what gets me up off the fucking couch, it gets me the fuck up off the couch. And when I'm off the fucking couch, I am fucking doing what I love, man. I am very rarely doing what I hate. So I think that, like, I think you said earlier that people are programmed to self-destruct. I think the other way. I think the systems that are in place lead us towards self-destruction because I think naturally all living things strive towards life. Trees grow towards the light. Plants face the light. Fucking animals just know to find fucking food. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You know, people go towards life, and I think the... The struggle comes down to being able to find those outlets where you feel alive and in place. Like you said, um, being an artist, being creative, that was that was your outlet. Key words mm-hmm. being your outlet. Oh, very much so, I th- yeah. I think the big yeah. thing is uh, a lot of times people's creativity in whatever sense that may be is, is stifled by a lot of... Um, just the modern world, you know, a lot of people, you know, maybe people that are good, you know, people are good with their hands, whether it's, you know, 
a sexist thing or an ageist thing or just a societal thing, you know, people that do something weird make, I don't know, friggin' blacksmithing or something like that, something that's just not of the norm. There's a million different activities and hobbies. It doesn't even have to be creative. Frickin' Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many different outlets. So I think the point being that you have to find your muse and that life is art. You just so. have to choose your media. Yeah, very much so. I mean, and it's a great um, thing to listen to Bill talk because you can hear how he's been playing different cards than I've been playing and you've been playing that everybody else has been playing. That's the beauty of the spiritual gamble, you know? Well, I think a key card is like being able to look at it from the other side of the deck because there's there's a lot of card, there's a lot of cards that i've never had to play so i can only speculate from if i had somebody else's cards how would i play it right. i feel like that's a big part of gambling right emotionally and spiritually cards you've never had to play um i've never had to play the death card i never had to straight up kill a motherfucker I've never had to do no. that. Um, Me neither. I hope I'd never uh, yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah, dude, I can't say that. I can't say that. I kind of want to kill a motherfucker in the ring. In the <laughs> ring? Yeah, I want to kill... Dude, I want to kill somebody in the ring. Deathmatch? Dude, yeah. No, by just by, like, accident. Just, what if they... Dude, they, I fucking accident. killed him. They, bring, yeah. they straight up bring celebrity deathmatch where, you know, huge at that point, obviously. And But it's real. It's not claymation anymore. Oh, man, it's, just, it's you versus... The lead singer of Five Finger Death Punch. Dude, celebrity MMA fights would you be each, fucking you, you awesome. You each get one weapon. Oh, this is great. Now it's fucking battle arena fighting. Yeah. And it's it's straight. There's no rounds. It's just you're going to fight until the first one of you is dead. Yes. Gladiator style. I am going to, to fucking bludgeon the shit out of you instantly. Just wha-pat, wha-pat, splash, splash. So what weapon you choose? Gladiator style. What, we what weapon you going with? I'm going with the heaviest hammer. No guns allowed? No guns allowed. No guns allowed. Straight no out. fucking pistoles. Yeah, okay. Come on. Gladiator just style. Sure we're no talking pistols. Like... That's fucking pussy shit. Exactly. No, we're going. I'm going with the heaviest hammer. I am just, I'm just going to, it's, I'm going to Gallagher the motherfucker. Oh, that's just like the heaviest hammer. The Dude. heaviest hammer. What's the fucking heaviest hammer you ever swung? You worked in a factory. Uh, 20 pound sledgehammer. 20 fucking pound that's hammer. That's a heavy sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, one. take a peek online. See what the heaviest hammer in the world is. And it's got to be real. I'm not talking fucking Thor's hammer. I don't like, give a fuck. Uh, is it like a hammer for a person or like fucking stupid hammer? Yeah, no, it's got to it's gotta be like wielded by a human at least. Wielded by a human. Okay. The heaviest hammer ever wielded by a human. That's what I'm going with in the battle arena. I'm splatting you with a fucking hammer. I'm not looking to swing a thousand times. I'm swinging once and you're dead. That's what I'm looking but with for. The problem with the heaviest hammer, though, is you sidestep and it's like going to take you a week oh, yeah. to swing again. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm only going to need to hit you once, dude. I'm going to time it right. All right. Let, all right. If you're quick, be quick. It's just going to be longer. <laughs> Serious question. If it's straight up zombie apocalypse uh, one weapon uh, one weapon not a gun handheld i feel like the trash poker oh, from yeah. the fucking highway that's a good one is the most underrated thing that you could use yeah you just fucking poke that all over the place yeah. man clean in clean out it's um, just got a big nail yeah, i mean if we're assuming that uh brain puncturing in this zombie apocalypse works yeah right in the brain yeah no problem maybe a police baton 
Uh, then you that's gotta a, be that's bludgeoning. A lot of, that's yeah. a lot of swing. I feel yeah. like just clean, straight thrust. Yeah. Man, you get him behind a fence, just poke it, a poke it, a poke. Well, dude, yeah, I, mean, I would, I would have to go like, like your fucking weapon that you like carry, you know. Dude, I would, I would have to go with. Um, yeah, I would have to go with a type of sword because you get the stabbing effectiveness of the poker with yeah. like a slash effect, yeah. which can clear a path, maybe. True. Um, we would definitely, most certainly, oh, have so to. Light. We would have to consult the Amish on this, <laughs> because Amish. as anyone knows fucking anything about anything, the Amish are truly fucking prepared for the zombie apocalypse. I think they know shit that we don't know. I think that's why they speak their own language. I think that's why they're good at building fucking heavy uh, structures quite quickly. They're used to life without electricity. They grow beards uh, that are covering vital areas on their neck where they could be bitten. And you know for a flat fact these motherfuckers are sitting on so much munitions, it's not funny. Little Dude. known fact, the Amish are actually the most direct link we have with aliens. I would believe that. Crop circles. What if they are... Could they be humanoid? No, that's why they that's why they uh, don't use electricity. Yeah, maybe it fucking hurts them to use it. Well, no, there's just yeah. too, there's too much interference. Oh yeah, to receive right, transmission. Go. Right, they can't with all yeah. this new age mumbo jumbo. Yeah, the Amish are out there listening to aliens. Absolutely, it's just that easy. They're preparing for apocalypse. They're they're and the reason they do the union like, with aliens where they like the. The young ones are like allowed to go out and live in like the normal world for a while, and then just, uh, yeah, yeah, they decide if they yeah. want to like be Amish or exactly. Go out there. They're not out there. Deciding. They do that because yeah. either they come back and they stay part of the you know alien colony, or they stay out there and they breed and continue to spread the DNA of. Not only that, it's it's also information gathering. They're, they're sending them out to gather information oh, on humans. Oh, you think they're and, spies? Oh, very much so. And, and they can decide to blend and live permanently and be an information gatherer. And you got to keep in mind, I have the I have these uh, uh, theories with the utmost of respect to the Amish. They're fucking fantastic people. They're so fucking peaceful. There's nothing fucking wrong with them. They are amazing. They are I don't, like, no, I, I don't I, think I, you have to worry yeah. about them listening to this. That's really You know, fuck you guys. I'm just, I'm speaking from the heart. You know, and what comes from the heart reaches the heart. Fuck you. You know, I have these theories with the greatest of fucking intentions. You know, and these intentions are yes, they are prepared. They're for absolutely apocalypse. aliens. They are in they are in union with with humanoid forms. Uh, fantastic. I mean, look at the creatures around you. Look around you. Look around you. Look around you, and look at a gecko with like big yellow eyes. It's like blah, 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 blah. and it's like, dude, it's that mother. You don't know if he flew down here in a spaceship. What proof do you have right now that is like, oh, oh, he congealed from the ocean. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> there you go, from the ocean. You don't know if he's got a little spaceship. You don't know if he flew the fuck down here from a, a, a Gekian style planet where it's like geckos live and they fucking do their thing. Same with D. Deer. Deer. Deers are kind of gross. I couldn't imagine a fucking stink deer in a fucking little ship. Little intergalactic deer. And he's like, Ugh, we're shooting you down. You're going to learn about the humans. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's why we shoot you. Because you're dumb. And you're an all, alien. We don't need you. 
all. Oh, now I did an alien. I, I did. I was racist against aliens. Maybe there. All, That's not good either. All animals are actually interstellar beings that just got stuck here. Oh yeah, just they plopped them here. They all came from a planet where they were smart and like ruled the planet and fucked it up. Oh, absolutely. Like Odetta, for instance, my doggie. If you think that she, ah, uh, yeah, she's not Earthborn. She was beamed down here. Her fucking kids are Earthborn because I watched them be born. And I can confirm that they are in a actual Earthborn doggies, but nah, she ain't Earthborn. She was beamed here. From a dog planet. Yeah. On, on, on her planet, she would be normal size, and she would live to be like 80 years old because it's the gravitation is different, the oxygenation is different. Here, she shrinks, and... She's smaller because the oxidation is different and her lifespan is different because of everything else. We'd also so. like to give a shout out to Irwin, who launched back into orbit a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She left uh, her flesh us. form behind and being back into the cosmos where she can become love and energy for other people. She was space cat for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely, because with the heaven theory and the angels thing, we have it close. We're fucking close with that shit, but it's a little bit more scientific than that. You know, it's a little like, bit. Yeah, you think so? There, are, there aren't people on clouds nobody floating above knew, us. Nobody Your knew how just hard the heaven debate actually was. Mm, you know, dude, it's, it's a little simpler. No, it's, no, no. It's hold, hold on, hold on. Here's my fucking issue right now. Okay. And only because I'm fucking high, and this is like I'm picking out a specific thing that I have an issue with. Okay. With the idea of your loved ones watching you from the afterlife. I don't that is that's the happening. most boring fucking thing in the world. Are I you kidding me? I don't believe that's me? happening. What? I don't believe that's happening. You, and if that's happening, somebody dies and gets everlasting life, and they're doomed to just oh, yeah. watch your bullshit. Yeah, they're doomed to watch me masturbate and play video games all day. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. want them dude, watching the case, me. Dude, at all. my dead granddad's watched me yank it like a thousand <laughs> times. You know how uncomfortable that is for his ghost. To have to be ejaculated on as a as a ghost, I'm a human and I'm just ejaculating into what I think is air. But really, it's my granddad's ghost. Yeah, I'm just ejaculating all over granddad's ghost. Wonderful, fucking terrible, fucking terrible. All those farts you thought you let out when you were alone, like granddad oh, yeah. was yeah, watching. Yeah. yeah, your young dead hot aunt was fucking actually smelling him. She died too young when she had a cancer. She was wicked hot. She probably would have fondled you. It would have went bad. The mass effect of things, you never know. Sometimes maybe people need to die. You don't fucking know. Oh, it's cruel to say? Oh, it's cruel to say? How do you know what the mass effect is? I mean, Somebody you love died? They could, like, have shot someone in, like, a year later. You don't know. Well, I mean... You don't know what the mass effect of all that is. Everybody does need to die. I mean... To live is to die. We have that in common. Right. We're That's all dying. Like yeah. a Braveheart guy said. Yeah. Or Chuck Schuldner, uh said it best himself, where he said, life will not last. Yes. That, and that's where I think um, we're close with the heaven thing. I think it's it's comparable to to flame. Like, I feel like there's a spot where the conditions for consciousness can exist and when they're all manifested in a spot like a meat suit or even in a memory the, uh. it, can, it can quote unquote live on there for a little bit just like a fire if you have all the right elements it can burn there for a little bit 
if you keep feeding it and it has all that stuff forever, it's just going to keep going. But if it's just a little blip here and there, you know, there's got to be a spot where it's just energy dispersed amongst everything and that's what, else. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly pretty much what happens when you die. When you die, not all of you dies. The essence of your heart lives and it ascends and it ascends to the very edge of existence and it becomes harder than like a million motherfucking stones on its way there and when it gets there it can only be cracked open by the mother of all mothers the creator of all things and when she cracks it open and only she can crack it open because only she is strong enough to when she cracks it open she sees what everyone has put there. The love, the anger, the beauty, the ugly. And she takes that energy and she disperses it back into our world. Now, imagine how fucking frustrated and depressing it must be for her to get all these fucking hearts filled with anger, filled with hatred and confusion and fucked up. And she has no choice in the fucking matter. She still has to distribute this end of the world and that is why our world is a fucking mess because she can only distribute what we give and all we're really kind of given right now is shit so that's what we'll inherit we will inherit shit until we learn to fill our hearts with better things and I know it's largely a comedy show but we are fucking stoned <laughs> we are gonna fucking get deep yeah, like this. Is it a comedy show? Because I thought it was just four high assholes in a basement. You know, and we can be funny, but we can also be serious. So you're right. It's not necessarily a comedic show where these guys are gonna. <laughs> no, we have hearts. We have brains. We have fucking serious shit that sometimes we we might want to squeeze in between our ridiculous bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I we think, have I parts think it, that we want to squeeze in between things. Yeah, it all just goes back to magnets. It does. There's, for oh every my positive, God, there's a fucking negative. Oh my and God, it does. If, if, you, if you put out negative, you're going to be repelled by some shit. You put out positive, you're going to be some repelled by some shit, but you'll attract some other shit. So you play your spiritual cards. I agree. The magnets thing is brilliant. You ever hear the phrase... Out magnets. Oh, magnets. Brilliant. Somebody asks you a scientific question, you just bring it back to magnets and you can figure out an answer. Dude, you can just say magnets and you're good. Yeah. Somebody's like, dude, uh, what's, uh, yeah. Yeah, what's magnets. the nucleus of this Shemodian uh, magnets? Done. Yeah, I'm a scientist too. I don't need to fucking say anything else. Dude, magnets, the, motherfucker. The crea my creation theory is magnets. Something got magnetized and... Expanded everything at nice. a fast, immediate rate of speed. The big magnetize. The big magnet. Nathan, what's the heaviest hammer? Ever? Yeah, I'm kind of reading about it right now. Okay. Yeah, um, all of the stuff I'm seeing is just like Thor crap and oh. like machine hammers and stuff like that. But uh, I was reading an article. Some archaeologist found a 64 pound sledgehammer in an ancient copper mine. Wow. Uh, wow, so was, was it was it copper? Was it forged of copper? No, I didn't say what it was forged of. A copper mine. A sixty-four <laughs> pounds. Yeah, they were like kind of debating if anybody actually used it or not. Like, because <laughs> oh, wow. they said it was pretty much impossible to pick up at the far end of like 
the handle because yeah. the handle's nine feet long, I guess. Wow. <laughs> nine feet long, 64 wow. fucking pounds, the world's biggest hammer. You can suck it. And maybe they had Gregor Cooper. I, mean, I don't know if it's the biggest, but. That's, okay, yeah. so we don't quite know if it's the biggest, but it's the biggest we know of yeah, so far. That's the heaviest hammer. The fucking heaviest hammer. You take a little spiritual break. Let uh, people know that the show's brought to you by cannabis and metal and uh, love and, and disgust and all the other wonderful things people love. All righty. Well. Well. Swell. I have other topics. You want to roll with other topics? You had a little lull there. A little lull in the action. Uh, Bill got up to take a leak, that's why. So when you're taking a leak, we want, we want to wait for you to come back so that um, you can chime in on what we're saying. So I'll, I'm just going to fart around and not say anything that's important um, because I don't want uh, Bill to miss out on the chiming in because we want to run a fucking real show here. We want to run a real show where everybody can talk. Hey, you know, we just keep going and people drop off and come back when they want to. That's right. Let's See? Keep it moving. Right? you got to get up and piss. You've got you to gotta release water. That's a well, fact. Well, not doing it is bad for your erection. Uh, so it's terrible you, for your erection, dude. If you have an yeah. erection and care about it. Yeah, he's you know, got a date later. He's a little erection conscious. Uh... Speaking of erection conscious... I'm just spreading tract awareness. And this is, you know, we, we've circled back, which is what good, you know, podcasters do. <laughs> bringing it around town. Yeah, we're bring, oh, we're bringing it around town. Shut up. Good podcasters do that. But things crawling out of your penis while you're urinating was something we were talking about. Uh-oh. And it was spiders last time. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, what about just straight yeah. up? You need to get a real dun-dun-dun there. It can't be you doing it. It's yeah. Straight up snake out of the pee hole. That'd be fucked up. Head first. That would be s- fucked up. Swizzling out. A tiny you. electric eel would be just <laughs> fucking... Is it shocking you? Especially, oh, yeah, it's shocking all the way out. Uh, Nathan's like, uh, Nathan's like, how about a kidney stone, pussies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jellyfish. Uh, Have Jellyfish you any? Like a hardcore stone? Yeah, yeah, it's not pleasant. <laughs> How? What would you rank the pain as? Um, it's fucking. Is it off the fucking planet? It's that, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's like having like a knife slowly pushed into your lower back, and you can't do anything to stop it. So it's largely a lower back pain. Yeah, yeah. Do it's you like feel to your like your side? Do you yeah. feel like a tract? No, no. As I was passing it, I didn't actually feel it until really? it came out. Because I have a friend who actually has stitches above his eye, mm-hmm. because he has a he has a condition where his his body produces like fucking hundreds of kidney stones, oh, and and he God. he passed out because of the pain uh, of passing a kidney stone. And I remember asking this motherfucker, "What does it feel like?" And he told me it's unearthly. He's it's like, bad, I cannot bad. honestly describe to you the fucking pain. I imagine the size and uh, uh, oh God. and uh, angle yeah. would play a lot of yeah. roles. And you know what's fucked up? Stone. In the old-timey West, you know, and we were, we were talking about Civil War surgeries. This will kind of tie in a little. Um, it's not quite Civil War, but if you had kidney stones in the old West, your options were literally a bottle of old crow which would 
probably cost you, I don't know, 30 wooden nickels, whatever the fucking currency <laughs> was, <laughs> in the old-timey West, you know, a, a bite of jaw and fucking 30 wooden nickels. Gold, they were digging it out of the ground. ground. But no, you would seriously, dude, uh, your options were, if you had kidney stones in the Wild West, were a bottle of Old Crow and a whore who would, quote-unquote, milk the stone out of you. And this is 100% factual. You can fucking look this up. They had horse stone milkers that they specified just in milk and stones. They totally did. You can look it up right now, Nathan. Go ahead. It's but yeah, that was your fucking option, man. How are you gonna find that one, dude? Stone she's milkers, dude. She's done it like three times. <laughs> I'd be like stonemilkers.com is gonna be a way different website. Stonemilkers.com. <laughs> See now, the old timey West had its own style stuff. and class. We of the modern age have absolutely no style and class. We're basically pigs rooting around in our own filth. So. Stonemilkers.com would that would shoot through the fucking roof. You I would have every elderly gentleman with a herniated scrotum showing up, getting pets, getting massages, getting milkeries. You just gotta get the stone into your dick and then you put it on an anvil and you take a hammer and you just tap it into the <laughs> wow. So you now we're on the, the uh, we're on the, the exact opposite, the world's smallest hammer. The world's <laughs> smallest <laughs> hammer. And don't say your fucking penis, that's just in poor taste. All right. What is the world's smallest hammer? My we penis. It's got, it's got to be. A, I went for the poor taste joke. It's got to be a jeweler's hammer. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a little, uh, like a little diamond. Tick, 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 tick. You Di know, diamonds. Or, uh, what about pointless? Um, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Do you need like a like a maybe a little hammer when you're building watches? You ever see the little fucking mm -hmm. parts and watches? Whoever builds watches, they're fucking incredible. Really? Yeah, really patient. You've got the fucking patience steady of Steady hands. Oh, yeah. You're patient and steady, and every woman's going to want that. Unless, of course, you're a gay gentleman, then every gay gentleman's going to want that. Steady hand, really patient. Huh. Make, makes, wow. for, makes for a good lover in the cards in the hands of the spiritual and emotional gambler. So, uh... Now we're on the smallest hammer. My Google search uh, my Google search says, as the name denotes, it's a tiny machine. In fact, it's the world's smallest hammer. Huh. Modeled after cell sorting technology developed by some assholes. A used cell, typically that's for not medical diagnostics and immuno blah blah blah. That's, yeah. that's not a This blah, is some pretty talking, boy cutest We're talking wieldable yeah, hammers. You gotta be able to swing this yeah, like it's a, it's a real like, dude, it's gotta be a real hammer. It can't be digital cuckook. It's a hammer that smashes brain cells. What? Yeah. That's, that's what called it is. That's a, called cannabis. No, it's a small It's called a ball peen. It's a tiny hammer. It And it goes in your brain? It's to study brain impacts at the nanoscale. <laughs> To study. So it basically punches you yeah. in the fucking head, little. Yeah. It gives you a little punch. Just a single cell at a time. To study brain damage, we punch your brain cells. We created a little hammer that gives you brain damage one. one cell at a time. I we mean, stopped just sense. before you hit the line of retarded. It's just funny. It's fucked up and very weird and like unnecessary. What the fuck is that, dude? How do you know it's unnecessary? Because it feels unnecessary. <laughs> because I said so. No, because it does. It feels unnecessary. Why would you put a little hammer in your head to that's smash they, it? That's how they learn about brain impacts. You can't just study football players? Well, we have a limited am amount of them. And no, like, we don't. 
They like no, we don't. They start getting concussions at nine There's now. There's a finite it. amount of them. Yeah, there is. They don't let kids get concussions. There's like, always the plenty of anymore. brain matter available. Oh, they do. They can smash a single cell at a those, time and see those what Those kids get concussions all the time. They just cover that shit What if up. we start paying for concussions? Like, Ooh. I mean, <laughs> sign, nice. sign, sign the right waiver. We'll buy your misfortune. That is hilarious. Dude, do you need a concussion to get yourself out of a court date and or job schedule? Do you have come on down to Big Jerry's. We'll give you a concussion. Do you have credit card debt of over $10,000? Come on down. We'll give you a come concussion. Down. We'll punch your brain cells out. Fucking A right. You won't even know you were in debt. You won't even know your name. It'll be beautiful. Uh, come down and get a concussion today. What's the most extreme medical procedure? Uh, technology based that you would do I would not do any what if Stay I'm, out I'm, of I'm talking body. like, like unneeded like you just want a fucking like surgery we're, like. we're talking like pretty incredible like I mean, I they could give you like wings like you could fly that's fucked up dude they could actually give me wings and, and I could fly to work and I wouldn't have to bum rides everywhere what if it like working it all depend on like they could work um, as long as the surgery went perfect, but there's a chance that like some nerves might not connect right. I mean, if it's a risky thing, then I'm not doing any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just... like, they can successfully give me fucking wings. Like, yeah, I'm doing that. I. What if? Yeah, yeah. What if, but for the power of flight, you're like completely in the system. Like, your bank account, all your information wired into the grid. You. uh disobey they could just turn you off <laughs> turn you off like you can't get anywhere you can't so, you're, so your wings are now like ran by mass electric <laughs> like yeah we're gonna shut you don't, off if you don't play your flight don't, bill this don't week. pay your bill you're fucking the wings that are attached a, to your body you and just get a big on. metal thing that weigh wow. you down oh yeah this is a fucked up verizon owns your wings yeah this is oh dude that that'd be the that'd be the commercial too verizon we own your wings. Give us your wings. Give us your wings. The wormwood wings. Do you, how far do you think we are from people actually getting like chips and shit? I think people are like gonna uh, do that shit. Yeah, like you're talking like a GPS chip in your kid. GPS. Not only that, like, I'll know I know what my like kid is all the time. My GPS chip, the fucker. I feel like there's an increasing uh, trust with computers and social media that it's like. I don't see why people wouldn't give away even more of their privacy, like medical information and stuff, on a stupid scannable chip to save having to carry a fucking card around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just walk up in and scan your wrist. You know, mm. just backats. Stand over there. So now a lady doesn't even have to go, ah, oh, we're going to need this information. Uh, did you schedule it? Blah, blah. No, you just walk up to this machine and now she just goes over there. We can get rid of her altogether. Yeah, exactly. Just, she doesn't even need to be Exactly. That. We don't need these uppity pukes in, even in the office. We're just scrapheads. Scraphead jobs for everyone. Now at McDonald's, they have like screens and shit. And oh, yeah. Can just yeah. Order. Dude, they have spots where you can park outside, order on your phone, and they bring it right out. Yeah. Why don't you just deliver a douchebag? Pretty soon. Pretty soon they will. Yeah, yeah they'll just and have drones that do it. There, oh, make the drone deliver. drones. Uh, Maybe a robot. Make drone. drones. Dude, 
I wonder what the penalty will be for like kidnapping and repurposing a fucking McDonald's drone to like <laughs> oh, weaponize man. it. I have weaponized this Mickey D's drone. And that's the reason why they're not making Mickey D's drones. Because <laughs> that's right, I'm going to weaponize the drones. Weaponize the drones! Dude, I feel like as soon as you said that, I realized how immediately easy it would probably be to weaponize a drone. Oh, fuck yeah! If you just had... Yeah. If, that's terrifying. So it's okay, beautiful, too, in the same okay, sense, Okay, this though. delivery drone just came. I'm just gonna fucking stick this thing with a timer on it. When it gets back to where it goes, I fucking well. Yeah. Yeah, Polly. Yeah. Fuck. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, having them rigged with explosives is a scary, um, but also enticing thing. Fucking not even that. would be like, oh, it's got a fucking rock. <laughs> and it's just gonna it's drop just a gonna random f- rock from, like, a thousand fucking feet. It's fall off at some point. If it hits someone, cool. If it doesn't, so now you're just rock dropping. Is that what we're worried about? Terrorists making drone rocks. (laughs) Yeah, they're rock dropping. Dude, they're dropping rocks. That'd be cool if that's like, was the worst thing that was going on. We dropped some rocks on you, made a big fucking mess, but we still love you. There is also drones. Fuck you, though. There is also drones that like, have like, missiles and shit on them, so. Yeah. Those are yeah. those are a whole different level. Fuck yeah. That's like if you want to take out a building or something, dude. That's like not... Yeah, like a fucking town. Wow. Militarized. Militarized the animals. Yeah, imagine if that was the case. Yeah. You imagine weaponized, little weaponized Army spider animals. monkeys. I mean, it's happened. Oh, yeah. Alexander the Great rode fucking elephants into battle. We- weaponized the monkeys. Give them little fucking uh, little handguns and jetpacks. Oh, yeah. You imagine a fucking spider monkey with a jetpack? Like, fan, pow, pow. And the fucking thing has poor aim. It's a monkey. So it's just kind of random plot ass into, into the crowd. But still, it's fucking scary. Just giving a monkey a handgun. Showing him how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Teach the monkey how to use the handgun and the jetpack. Monkey on Actually, jet you pack. could automate the jetpack. You could, you could just... Drones. Drone monkeys. Do you think that... Drone monkeys. Oh, this is you, awesome. Monkey Delivery monkeys. Drone, if you, like, raised a monkey from birth and so it was loyal to you and you trained it well, do you think, like, you could turn it into a killer? Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah. It would already be a killer. That's the only reason why I would ever have a relationship with a spider monkey. No, I mean, like... To turn it into a cold-blooded yeah. fucking killer. You teach I, it I, how I, to I use weapons and, like... No, I want the smallness. I want him to get no. into little areas. Yeah. I that, want the strength of the chimpanzee. Uh, but that would be a great plan for an assassin, would be to train a small monkey to do the kills for him because they wouldn't be able to figure out who was fucking doing it. Right? It looks as though a monkey did this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Who could it be? Like a spider monkey would just like the guy runs up and knifes somebody in the throat and like, yeah, you yeah. know, like. The DNA yeah. looks like monkey. Yeah, yeah. If I say the word peaches, you'll cut your fucking throat. That's how beautiful it is. It's like, it's how good our relationship the monk is. Manchurian candidate. It's like a monkey Manchurian <laughs> candidate. A little spider monkey sleeper cell. Like you say the word red oranges, and he's like, "Das war Daniel I'm surprised this isn't already a movie. Yeah, it's like me one too. Of those monkey monkey yeah. assassin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, monkey assassin. It's monkey like, assassin too. He was. He was just a. A regular spider monkey that played one of those little music boxes in some foreign country until right. the yeah until the CIA picked him up for an important mission. Yeah, totally. 
<laughs> that was a sigh of depression. Man. He's like, fuck Modern this, man. Hollywood. He's like, I gotta wrap this shit up. I got a fucking hot date. I want to get out of here. Actually, fucking eat a turkey sandwich. Nope. Not at all. No. Nope. Um, this podcast is still going. I was yeah. just, I was actually sighing thinking about Dunstan checks in. Ah, uh, that would that have me sigh. That would have that me sighing like I was punched in the belly too. You know. That that happened. Operation Dumbo Drop. That happened. That happened. That happened. Know, I don't know what happened to Danny Glover that made that a fucking reality for him, but. Yeah, you go from Predator 2 uh, and Lethal Angels Weapon. in the Outfield. Yo, tell me you remember that shit. Oh, yeah. With okay. Christopher Lloyd playing a fucking angel like oh, yeah. that consults yeah. them while they fucking play yeah. baseball. The most important thing an angel could do would be to help a baseball team catch a fly ball in the bottom of the ninth. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. a kid that has a shitty dad that does drugs and rides a motorcycle will get to be adopted by a fucking cool foster mom and a baseball fucking coach yeah okay. a washed up baseball coach that's that's when, it's all it was all made possible by the dead reincarnation of christopher lloyd as the angel yeah you've never seen the movie i've never seen it oh this would be a great one for necronomic christ to no, watch on mushrooms no it would not i'm down for this we're gonna I'm do mushrooms and watch angels in the outfield absolutely not <laughs> on we, the next episode no no if, if we do mushrooms and watch anything it should be Eraserhead. Oh, God. <laughs> David Lynch, Eraserhead, on as much mushrooms as you can fit in your mouth. I, I'm not looking to scare myself. I just want to watch, like, a bunch of the worst movies ever on mushrooms. Why would you be scared? Um, Why are you know. assuming that Eraserhead would scare you and not entertain you? Uh, maybe it would, but I don't know. It's a little tense. It's just like... It's a little it's, tense. It's not kind of the vibe I'm going Dude, for. Dude, I, I want to laugh at bad movies. Me and Nathan were talking about this earlier. Eraserhead would not be the fucking movie you want to watch on cocaine. Oh, You're going to want to leave the Book of Sugar alone for that shit. I would say that another bad combination for cocaine and movies would be uh, Soul Man. Ugh. Yeah. But that might be a hilarious one to watch on mushrooms. Uh, and this is like an inst- this is an interesting topic. Um, what was the movie you last watched while high on cocaine? Um, Braveheart. Bill has never done cocaine. Me, me, and you are the only people who have done booger sugar in our history, right? I know Nathan for a fact, and Bill have not done no, it. Me and you are the only ones in the band. No and sad. no, for the record, we do not fucking currently do it. We fucking hate that shit. It is garbage. But I, at one point in my life, did about enough to kill a small colony of settlers. So, yes. Yeah. Maybe not so much with Kendall, no, but I just, like, Braveheart. I dabbled with it, and I didn't really like it. I'm not into Yeah, maybe because you were watching Braveheart, dipshit. Like, oh, no. Braveheart was the only time that we that I ever enjoyed it. Really? Because really? I'm, I'm not into, wow. like, stimulants. It's like, wow. gets my heart going, makes me anxious. Yeah, I, I, I've quit them. You know, I've, I've been off them for so many fucking years. I'd rather years. be high there's, or, like, maybe do psychedelics. There's no but. point to fast-forward through your life. That's all bogus sugar really does. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Braveheart on cocaine is wicked fun. Wow. Oh, that was, we were we were fucking screaming at the top of our lungs. I'm sure the neighbors d- downstairs did not fucking like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Braveheart has never been so exciting. Yeah, I would say that was my only good cocaine experience. Was I just, mean, aside from painting your fucking face with blue, you must have felt like you were there, dude. If we had the Jesus. paint, it would have fucking happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for oh, sure, yeah, dude. That is yep. fucking hilarious. We'll never take our freedom. The very last thing I watched 
high on cocaine. Um, I was by myself. I had bought um, an eight ball to my head because I usually like to overconsume when I was consuming adult party consumables. Um, but I was in my camper in my parents' yard at the time because I was homeless. And of course, you're like, he's homeless and spending money on, you know, a ball of cocaine. Of course, he's homeless. Uh, but I didn't give a fuck. I was young and didn't give a fuck. I was an old sower. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, it was actually The Passion of the Christ that I was watching. It sounds fucking terrible. Um, I absolutely loved it. And at a certain point in time, between the cocaine and The Passion of the Christ, I felt like I needed to be nude. So I took off all my clothes. So I am now, like, in the middle of a ball, naked, in my camper, in my parents' yard, um, watching Passion of the Christ on my small TV in my fucking camper. Um, and, and I'm kind of liking it. I'm kind of, I'm like, this is awesome. And at a certain point in time, it was, I had a fucked up notion of like, yeah, they kind of went easy on him. And then it was like, when when they pulled his arm, it was like, did you need to really pull his arm, you fucking assholes? You could have just reset the nail and just, you know, now you're just, it, now you're just acting in poor taste. You're just being silly for being silly. Um, so I felt like the Romans towards the end were um, too naughty, maybe. I don't know. It's like, I liked them at first, I felt like, and I understand what the Jews did. And you got to keep in mind, this is my cocaine expect. I understand what the Jews did with Jesus. You got to keep in mind, like that Caesar who was ruling at the time just declared their religion a legal thing. So now somebody is all of a sudden going to come along and be like, I'm Jewish. I can make miracles. I can, of course, they're going to be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, bro? They just legalized us. And now you fucking are like saying you can perform miracles and shit. And like, dude, if tone the miracle shit down, man, we're good. We're, we're good. We can go. We're, you know? So I can understand why they were like, dude, well, he's maybe he's too loud. Maybe he's got to go. So we'll free this other creep. And I love how like they didn't they just showed like Barabbas being freed. They don't explain one fucking bit when he was freed into that movie. They just expect you to know the whole Jeebus bullcrap. So that movie is one of the best horror films I've ever seen. Actually, I thought it was one of the greatest satirical comedies I've ever seen. <laughs> there you go. Because it's like, dude, come on. It's Fucking just, stop it. It's just so. funny, and then it's really brutal. It's pretty fucking metal. Yes. Dude, and the it, cover it, of Icons it, of Evil is like directly, uh, basically a still shot from that fucking movie. Uh -huh. Mel Gibson insisted that it was his hand that be oh really driving the nail oh into dirty the mail dirty mail's got a he's um he's like i want to be that topic hammer for next week is dirty mail. mail dirty mail driving the nail dirty mail the topic for next week can be dirty mail i would love if dirty mail directed an Necronomicrise video oh, and gosh. you would fucking love it too passion of the Necronomicrise. oh yeah. fucking done I would let Mel Gibson direct a video, but I don't know what he would do. I, I don't even think I could speculate. I have no idea. Dude, let him get fucking weird. Let him go. If he's, you're listening, he's Mel, let Mel him Gibson, go. if you would like to direct yeah. a video for free, yeah, we will smoke you up. 
<laughs> Look, you know you're gonna make your paper your Mel. Anything you fucking he, touch is gonna make you paper. Isn't he an asshole though? He's like a piece of shit. Nah, don't judge him harsh. You want to talk cocaine? Maybe he had a fucking bad night. Don't judge harsh. Let's get weird if he like did hit us up and he fucking brought us out, made a crazy video, and like never expected us to give him anything but then at the end of it he was just like so are you guys gonna smoke me up or what <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. that's all he wanted was we're for us smoking to you smoke up and up. when you release this shit we're gonna make paper that's what it's all about Bill like Gibson's like I never get to smoke paper. weed with real metal heads so I he's like, he's like, he's like an anti-semite no, no it's, uh, is he really yeah does he uh, or was he just high you know, I, that's a fine line, though. I mean, that's yeah, not stuff I would yeah. say, high or not. Right. So, because yeah, you, you know, can't seriously hate on the Jews, you got to be nice to the Jews. They're fantastic people. Well, you know, I just, I, I can't say that anything excuses someone's behavior, but you know, the guy's likely got some fucking that's mental illness and some That's why I'd rather, yeah. reach, I'd rather reach out. I ain't to a someone doctor. Better. I ain't a therapist. I ain't a lawyer. Mel can yeah. be whatever mess he wants. Whatever. To be. Can, I am you know. only. I am solely interested in uh, his artistic capabilities. I'm capable of separating the art. From I don't the know. Artist. Bill kind of put a wet blanket on for me with the. Yeah. I just don't like the guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's like Bill's got to be able to breathe here on this yeah. one. <laughs> so. Sorry, Mel. <laughs> Yeah, Mel, on uh, second thought, we can't have you, brother. I mean, I'm, you know, you're a fantastic guy doing your thing, but we, you know, Necronomicrise just has to do its thing, and you can go do your thing, and we do our thing, and it'll be fucking awesome I'll for the boss. Yeah, I'd say I'd give him a man. shot. you yeah. give him a shot? Oh, yeah, We're going to fucking put this to a vote then. In a, <laughs> yeah, Nathan, would you give him a oh, shot? Yeah, I'd give Mel a shot. He'd give Mel a shot. This is two to two now with oh, yeah. Toe Tide. God damn it. Fuck. It's a tough one. Am I going to have to be the swing vote? And like, am I going to be the flip flopper here? Because you know you're going to get a great video. It's going to be fucking weird and racy. It's probably going to have nipple pinchy. It's going to be Mel. You think if Mel directs a video, there's going to be he, nipple he, pinching? Why the fuck wouldn't there be? Does he have to All star right. in it too? Like he did in Braveheart, he could, but like he'd have to be disguised. It's I hope like, he does. Yeah, he like he's gonna star in it, but he's gonna be like, no, that ain't me. He's gonna deny like he's all. He's gonna wear prosthetics so it doesn't look like him. Yeah, he's gonna look like a different person altogether. But Mel it'll be Gibson, Mel. Hold hold on, hold on. It'll be it'll be hold Mel on. in the I video. It out. Mel actually plays all of us in the video. Oh, that's so fucking brilliant. It's the whole thing, individual <laughs> scenes, like, you know, and comps it he all together. Like, he spends like half a year with us, learns all of our mannerisms. No, he nails I, us perfect. I'd rather Eddie Murphy do that. Oh, Eddie Murphy would Eddie be classic. Murphy. Murphy I literally wanted to work with Eddie Murphy since I was a kid, so that would be an honor, Dude, man. You watch freaking... Nutty Professor, he's 19 people in that movie. <laughs> exactly. Eddie I love when they clowned on that in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Dude, that's like, that's some good stuff, right? It there. is. <laughs> Playing everyone. Dude, I would save love... some money. Okay, maybe Mel Gibson does a short film about us where he plays each of us. All, and it's just like Nutty Professor style. It can even be a comedy. I don't give a fuck. A Mel Gibson comedy where he plays all of the members of Necronomicrist. Wow. He wears prosthetics and, and like does the whole thing. He even like gains and loses weight and Dude. like gets in different like shape. No, this in is order still we're like, still Eddie Murphy though. 
No, Mel Gibson. Ah. I feel like what's a good what, Mel Eddie Gibson Murphy, comedy? Eddie Murphy and Mel Gibson together is what? What's a Mel Gibson comedy? Eddie won't do it. You don't think so? These days. Dude, come on. Eddie's not doing shit these days. We man. should have a we we should start people a that doing stuff. We, we get Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, dude, you know he's going to want to do something more than Tostitos. Which I'm loving the yeah. commercials, by the way. Have you seen them? Yeah, they're good. I think he's funny, man. There's one part good, where he's yeah. dressed as a lady and he turns around and he looks fucking scary and he's like, you know, I'm dressed as a lady, but I will still rip you the fuck in half, dude. I will kill you. Dude. The phrase Van Damage was not fucking invented for no reason. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Because there was a brief stint in the late 80s and early 90s when he was in some movies that were fucking right. You know, pretty oh, yeah. kind of awesome. And, and you want to talk Booga Sugar. This this is a gentleman who has bounced back from drug addiction. I mean, this guy had a $1,600 a day cocaine habit at one point in time. Wow. Blood Sport and Kicks and Kickboxer. Basically the same movie. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Played on, I think, TBS every weekend yeah. for probably a decade. My stepdad still watches it, like, every time it's oh, on. It's a fucking, yeah. yeah. Dip your hands in the glue. Dude, that was, when I was a kid, that yeah. shit was just, I oh, could yeah. watch it all day. Dude, that was oh, like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I think maybe if I can do the splits and kick a tree down, I could beat up the tough kid. Uh, fucking dude. dip your hand in the glass. All it takes right. first, though, is they have to beat up your best friend. Yep, that's what it takes. Yeah, fuck up your they, best friend. They beat up your hospital. best friend. Yeah. Then you do some splits. And you put glue. You put glass on your knuckles. Chip. Yeah. You do Claw some uh, meditation and working out on top meditation, of a building. Right? You let some older person like take you in and also beat you up. Dude, what fucking led you to this spiritual gamble? Yeah, what led remember, you to this moment? I like remember it. Rocky IV when he. I do not. When you don't remember Rocky IV with Ivan Drago. Fucking Dolph Lundgren. Like oh, one of the okay, okay, yes, yes, ever. okay. I do remember this now. Yes. So Rocky in that one, in order to do his training, he goes out into like the Siberian fucking wilderness, wilderness and like oh. runs in the snow with giant logs on his fucking shoulders, and he's living like, in a barn. He's doing pull-ups where like they're he's like you know on the fucking top, like fucking part of a barn, like the on loft the, area, on the loft, like hanging off and they're holding on to his feet and he's, you know, he trains with Apollo Creed's old trainer because Apollo uh, dies, he gets killed by Ivan Drago. Really? One of the most Dolph montages. He gets punched to death by Ivan Drago because... Ivan Drago is doing steroids and has a 2,500 psi <laughs> punch. There's like the part where he like punches the thing and they measure it. 2,500 like psi. 2,500. It's hilarious. He could punch through a wall. You know, Dolph Lundgren has like multiple fucking crazy degrees, like a PhD. Yeah, like, oh, he's, a he's like a physicist or he's some a shit. smart cat. Um, God, you imagine having him on the show? That'd be fucking awesome. Oh, Dolph Lundgren would be a badass Fuck fucking yeah. guest. He could, he could come talk about the degrees. What do you like for metal music? Do you like metal music at all? You know what Brasky would say? Call him up. Get him on the motherfucking horn. Yep. Yeah. We gotta get Brasky Dolph down here to can, work oh, the yeah. phones. Brasky can work phones. I don't think he'd be good with phones, man. The fucking phone's kind of annoying. Yeah, but it'd be funny to listen to him work the phones. You could make a <laughs> you could make a fucking show just out of him working phones, dude. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Trying yeah. to get him to do the Google searches. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Brasky was our fucking just our fact to, checker. We yeah. just mic up the Hilarious. keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's our? Oh yeah. 
Lenny's got some topics over there, man. What you fucking out of topics? Well, what's our time? Yeah, what do you? When do you want to go to bed? I don't give a fuck. What's your little sexy time frame? Uh, an interesting fucked up topic. Sex with Play-Doh. Like the clay that you played with when you were a child. Sex with Play-Doh. Could it be possible? Have have you ever eaten Play-Doh? Yes. It's very salty. It's very salty. Yes, I, I don't know the actual sodium content of Play-Doh, but holy shit, is like I don't. Is that so? You're saying if you lubed up, if you it? made like a Play-Doh vagina and lubed it up, it the salt would probably fucking sting you, maybe. I don't know. I feel like it's just gonna get warm and kind of mushy to the point where it's like coming off on you. You know what I mean? It's not quite like a. It's gonna be a mess. You're going to have to realize that you're... It's not going to stay solid, you know. know? You're a sick person. You're having sex with Play-Doh. It's not going to stay solid. The lube is going to mix with it, and it'll just, like, turn to mush and basically... It's going to be a mess. Not fucking... I think think mess is a part of your fetish if you're fucking... The Play-Doh did... You know, it does come in, like, those tubes Uh, and stuff, so it's already kind of convenient. You remember the Play-Doh... Uh, crank where you could it was a handle you push it and it oh, the fun factory oh yeah the fun factory You're basically like it just poops out like fucking and, shit and that was my next thing you. have you ever filled that thing with shit <laughs> I, de- I definitely didn't do that you definitely haven't no you have never filled your your play-doh fun machine with shit nope. and made like a shit star never made a shit star never you never took your younger brother's shit and made a shit star i didn't i guess i missed out you missed out on the fecal fun i didn't have a cool childhood like you, you didn't have a cool younger brother <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a cool younger brother yeah brother had a fecal issue when he was yeah. young he really did Play-Doh Fun Factory? Um, he was, uh, he did a lot of poo art, man, in his crib. He would smear poo on the wall. Nice. Um, I don't think it was from a sick level. I think he was using it to create. Yeah, he was just being artistic. I honestly think that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and he found, like, a, like a format to use out of his own fanny. If you don't like, know that you can't, uh, paint with poo, then, uh... Uh, you, you can probably paint with poo. I mean, do they, uh, they, do they have fecal photos, Nathan? I don't know. <laughs> Could you pop pop it up, I, I check really it out, fecal really photos? Nathan's like, I'm I'm done with uh, checking facts for you assholes. I want to go home. <laughs> He's basically like, yeah, I want to go home. I want to fucking eat a salad. I want to play some No Man's Sky. Fuck you assholes. This is boring. He's bailing well, on us. How long we've been running? Shit. It's, about, defi- it's definitely about, been about over a, an hour. Yeah, about an hour and a half, I'd say. Assuming that we didn't lose everything we did before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if we actually did. We've been about a solid hour without that, I would say. With with what was saved, it it probably um, is more than that. I'm getting pretty tired. Well. Tired. Then we can wrap up this adventure. Yeah. And this concludes... Oh, no, we're not concluding no. yet. No? We oh, need, no? We need Lenny's final thoughts. Oh, I fucking hate this. I don't want a final thought. You do so well with it, though. No, I don't. I don't you like do. it. I think it's lame and derivative. And boring. Oh, fucking bullshit. <laughs> You're just gonna give a final a, thought That was anyway. a very fucking stoned... Yeah. Um, it, it'll still just happen anyway. Just, yeah. You just don't want the time nice. there. Kendall's like, it'll happen anyway on its own. You're so stupid, you'll do it without realizing, you fucking idiot. I'm just um, prompting you to do it. Learn how to play other cards. 
that you've never played in your in your deck with people with life um if you feel like you're not playing the disgust card enough or the anger card enough learn how to play these cards appropriately so that you can be taken seriously and not as a raging fucking idiot um because i think that's what people are mainly afraid of they're afraid of like they don't play those cards enough, particularly because they're afraid that they're going to quote unquote blow up, you know, and it's like, no, if, if you know how to play these cards, you won't blow up. You will be firm and it, and it will affect you for the positive. If you feel like you ain't playing compassion and kindness enough, learn how to play them. Learn how to play the game, man. Learn how to build a better deck in the hands of the spiritual and emotional gambler. Learn that. Um. And I think next week's topic will be what can you clog shit with? So, <laughs> yeah, just things that you would like to see clogged with shit. So that's things that you would like thought. to see clogged with shit. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, we could go Jack Skellington. Wait, okay, hold on, hold on. I think I just want to clarify this one here. I want to do Thing, a one on things Jack that you can clog shit with or clog yeah. with shit. Both. It was an important distinction, you know. Yeah, because if something's coming out, you want to clog it with a fecaling. Yeah, like yeah, we discussed, stuff like you can clog with your okay. own. Yeah, shit. we stopped exactly. like closing wounds so, by like stuffing a severed penis in there right, in the last episode. Right. So like that's like a different so, type of clog. Next shit episode will largely feature um, fecal cloggings, and I would like to cover uh, Jack Skellington and why overweight women with black hair feel like they need to constantly have tattoos of this fucking guy. <laughs> so, it, yeah, we're going to cover these things and many more things on episode three of Four High Assholes in a Basement. Thank you. Did you think this one was boring? Did this one suck? This one sucked, I thought. No, I think no? it's good. You think it's good? Why? Okay. Why do you think it sucked? Because we suck a little. But I, maybe no, maybe I that's okay. So. You gotta suck gotta, a little. We got a little bit real, right? We got you gotta real. suck. Yeah, right. It's okay when to athlete, get real with when, when athletes have an off game, you don't fucking hate your team, you know. You know, sometimes you get athlete ten, but you just play through it. You pee through it. There you go. 